mother-in-law screams, unvaxxed should be hung. And I say, you're right, Rosa. Most black guys don't trust the vax shots either. Big dick energy lives. Ha! Next, level jammer. Comedy record, 128. Ha! Prepare for a whole lot of shaking going on. Ha! Little Richard lives. Thank you. Very much fully aware that Jerry Lewis, Jerry Lee Lewis, was the original singer of Great Balls of Fire, but Little Richard did an amazing cover of it, and he was an American-made original, like Next Level Jammer over here. Ha! Boom shakalaka! More sheets of comedy gold. You're welcome. Ha! Next level jammer. About to kick it up to fucking up team gear. Thank you! Very much! I feel like less of a femboy whenever another man's dog checks me out at the park. I'm normally topless playing basketball by myself. Dog darts in my direction. Whenever I launch another hook shot, owner, dog owner thinks, that's not even a real hook shot. Plus, she, he doesn't even go hard to the rack. She, he looks like the disowned gay palsy Walton kid, if you ask me. Big man blundering. Holla! Next level jammer. Thank you! Very much! If you want to know if your podiatrist is an East Coast elitist sleaze like the rest, tell him you're going to see George Thorogood and the Destroyers in St. Louis this weekend. <laughs> My Podiatrist says, I'd never see a George Thorogood concert ever. And I say, and that's why you're boring to the bone, Doc. And a podiatrist for a reason. Next level jammer. That's for you, George and the Destroyers. Thank you very much. George Thorogood donates concert profits to Leukemia research. Yet I don't see you footing the bill for little Billy's last meal at the strip house for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Doc, that includes all the extra sides of cream spinach and duck fat roasted potatoes he wants. I don't envision too many busted chicken head yenta breasts in mass with bunions at the concert either. Doc, Kid Rock Country in St. Louis don't play that. Plenty of boobylicious hoes will be in attendance, though, Doc. Guaranteed. Where your rollicking presence will be valued and appreciated. Like attending a Trump rally behind your wife's back pre-COVID to make your sex life above average again. 
put my man meat in. Indiana Milf slash MAGA Mom. I'm ready to play. Play. Ha! John Cougar lives. Next level jammer. Thank you. Very much. I'm not squeezing in five minutes of solo time tonight. Now, move it on over. I've got to find it behind on my mind. Ha! You got to lose, baby, because you can't win all the time. And I see more elongated love down the line. Ha! George Thorgood and Destroyers live. Next level jammer. Thank you. Very much. Last, I don't see Indiana Milf slash Magamom trying to deflate or downplay my surge of interest on her behalf by saying, you flex too much. Too tall Jew, elongated love lives. Ha! Next level jammer. Thank you! Very much! My daughter got robbed of her trophy. After clearly winning the long jump contest at the Jewish Community Center Pool in Delaware this summer, daughter asked, why did I get robbed of my trophy? I clearly won. Everyone knows it. So why was I denied victory? And I say, Matilda, because supporting losers in Delaware is the law now. Next level jammer. Ha! Punchline's talking. Thank you! Very much. I understand my daughter was the defending champ who won the long jump contest in July prior. So it was her title to lose. Although me sounding like the loudmouth Jewish version of Trump in her corner at the JCC in Delaware didn't help her chances. I say, beautiful jump, Matilda. You flew so fast in the air. You'd think groping Biden was high on extra strength Adderall on your tail. Fascist favoring Jews. For Biden at the JCC? Yeah, you know me. Delaware Bus Blues. Ha! In this particular instance, next level jammer. Let's give another loving homage to Delaware's own George Thorgood and the Destroyers. 45 years of rocking. Ha! Get him in the fucking hall. Jen Warner, thank you! Very much. You know you're getting older whenever you spot a Derek Jeter book in your kid's library at school, which makes you feel older than AIDS. Either that or trying to see if you could still like flirt and you flirt with the chesty tattooed chick at TD Bank while getting money out of your kid's Young Savers account for spending money for George Thurgood and the Destroyers. <laughs> and you do a joke. And has an Energizer Bunny reference, and she laughed, and you go, oh, so are you a member of Generation X? And she goes, no. All I get to is, I don't really understand, like, Generation X, Y, Z. All I can tell you is that I was born in 1996, and I said, thanks for making me feel older than AIDS. Ha! Because when you know something's funny, you fucking stick with it till it gets a laugh. Andy Kaufman lives. Ha! Thank you! Very much. Yankees general manager Brian Cashman doesn't get enough credit for gentrifying the shit out of Derek Jeter when he used to play for the Yankees. 
especially before they moved to the new Yankee Stadium, otherwise known as the house that gentrification built. You know, liberal talk for less black people. You didn't even know Jeter was half black till you spotted his doctor dad in the skybox with Steinbrenner for biracial appreciation month while handing out Mariah Carey bobblehead dolls in his honor. That bob up and down your cock while blaring been around the world by puffing big on your latest and greatest subwoofer from the ways nobody beats clutch DNA. Ha! Biggie Smalls lives. Thank you! Very much. But just to reminisce a little. Remember when J-Lo, she used to bang Jeter. Remember when J-Lo, before Puff blew up her, uh, her snatch, you know, bigger than a, uh, what happened to uh, Madonna's Kamato uh, snatch while playing kick the camera with the clit in the occupied territory. Ha! Thank you! Very much! But yeah, remember when J-Lo decided to put her kids in like fake news cages during the Super Bowl while banging a stripper pole to death, hoping Ben Affleck would drunk dial her again? <laughs> Mission accomplished. Ha! Next level jammer. Thank you! Very much! But let's talk about how great St. Louis Cardinal fans are and why New York should be flyover country instead. Cardinals Nation gave Mark McGuire consistent standing ovations during his initial 0-for-28 hitting slump after they traded for a midseason, not knowing if he'd re-sign with them in the offseason after his contract was up. Halfway into his hitting slump in pinstripes, Yankee fans would have been raiding Mommy's Closet for Energizer batteries to pelt at his Pez dispenser head while hyped up on shitty coke from Washington Heights, courtesy of Julio Silverblade III, who lost big money on Felipe Lopez when St. John's lost to Detroit in the second round of the NCAA Finals. Ha! Next level jammer. Thank you! Very much. Plus, if I talk HGH or any performance enhancing drugs at sleepaway camp at Kent, Connecticut, growing up, where I was the second worst athlete there after the chic son from Great Neck, it would just make me strike out at a more accelerated speed. And fuck the Cubs organization for severing all ties with Sammy Sosa after bringing all of Wrigley off its feet during that long-gone summer of love. Long-gone! Ha! George Thorogood lives. Next-level jammer. It only marks the longest streak of Bill Murray remaining 80% smirk-free, which beats out Tina Fey after a pussy-grabber beat Hillary Hammertime Cankles. Fair and square. Ha! Oh, yeah. Hillary lost because of Russian collusion. That's funny. I thought she lost because she's an unhuggable kind. My bad. Whom a lick of breath must have deleted that memo, too. Next level jammer. Ha! Destroyers live. Thank you! Very much. Fuck the Cubs. For making Sammy Sosa feel less welcome than a resurgent herpes sore on the spot. 
I don't care that he fucked up his face or not. Sosa was loaded with personality, who made Roberto Clemente come across as a glaringly self-conscious, uppity cunt in comparison, <laughs> and made that Maris Chase worth giving a shit about. Way more than Bonds and McGuire ever did. But the Cubs have no problem banishing a former shoeshine boy from the Dominican Republic done good because the New York Times pre-fake news published the Mitchell report that was based on hearsay less reliable than Jared Kushner holding out for more than two Mississippi after Ivanka talks dirty to him in Mandarin on his birthday again. Next level jammer. Ah! Sweet summer's gone. Thanks for the memories, Sammy. Sosa, very, very much. I don't like Snoop Dogg admitting to culturally appropriating the nature boy, Ric Flair, woo, so freely during his 30 for 30. You're a boy, and I'm not son. You better recognize, ha, nature boy lives. Next level jammer. Thank you very much. Nature, Trump and nurture, ha, Iceberg Slim was pimp of the year for six years straight. Right, Ice-T? And Ric Flair was 16-time world champion. So don't get your pigments twisted, dog. Next level jammer. Ha! But it, I hear uh, your wine's real good, Snoop. According to uh, Wine Advocate, it tastes like mouthwash used and porn hood hell. If you want to beat the man, don't get bent over by Suge Knight. In the can. Plus, Snoop, you don't hear Ric Flair yelling, dog fighting? Woo! That's a MAGA country thing. Don't be culturally appropriating our shit. Next level jammer. Ha! Thank you! Very much! Saddest bumper sticker ever. My cat votes Democrat. I don't think the FBI is doing a panty raid on her behalf either. But just to reminisce a little, this is Trump and Melania handing out candy outside the White House versus Obama hanging up ISIS flags outside the White House to scare away more trick-or-treaters. You want to know what Melania tastes like? Try some raw candy, kid. All Obama did was rebrand ISIS ISIL so they'd sound more startup-friendly in the New York Times. Start spreading the news, kid. Elon Musk in high school equals net zero Bush. Without government subsidies, Musk will be stuck designing an organ harvesting app for China called Fuck Mickey Mantle's Liver. I've got a Uyghur one, total deplorable, and the CCP's eyes for half off, no less. Ha! Crazy Eddie lives. Thank you very much! It's a mint condition because Turkish Muslims in China only drink tea anyway. Does Musk get his ball gags made in China too? If Elon Musk stands up the Chinese censors, then I'm allergic to high-end trim. The Clinton Foundation is a charitable foundation for others. And Booger Nose Behar in the View is the new chief happiness officer for Breitbart. Moonshots galore. Mickey Mantle lives. Next level jammer. Ha! Thank you! Very much! So I've stopped taking edibles. 
until I know that my daughter's asleep for at least like five hours already. <laughs> because I'd feel like a complete moron uh, whenever they'd kick in earlier than usual. And my daughter would ask me another super deep question once it became activated. <laughs> daughter asked, so daddy, if God created the universe and who created God? I said, God went back in time in a time machine made by Elon Musk. And my daughter says, do more edibles, daddy. But thanks for making me an atheist at four. Next level jammer. Ha! That's for singing Rose, a.k.a. Effortless Magic. Thank you! Very much! All Lives Matter is the new N-word. Looting Gucci ain't a thing, but a reparations thing. I get it. And no bail is an endless supply of get-out-of-jail-free cards, which is a great line to use on your resistor mother, who actually admitted to volunteering to being a vote minor in Arizona. Ha! I highly recommend the experience. Next Level Jammer. Thank you! Very much! But, but Mayor Adams could try to discourage crime in New York by doing a PSA in a Nike jumpsuit while taking a knee because off-duty NYPD cops are down with sporting Nike jumpsuits no matter what before making a final plea to the cameras. Just stop resisting arrest. You'd be let go in less than an hour anyway. And we'll give you a gift card from Shake Shack for promising to take the vac shot eventually. That works less than Russell Westbrook running the triangle offense. Or else I'll have to take away your cannabis card privileges to prevent you from choking out a cracker ass cop's white privilege on the Lex line like Latrell Sprewell's kid. Thug Lives Matters Most has a panic attack on the subway the following afternoon and says, I'm bugging out, homie. I need my mango-flavored gummies. Yolanda don't like skunky-ass weed breath, yo. And I'm not sharing a blind with you after you just got out of the slammer, you monkey-pox-packing motherfucker. Next-level jammer. Ha! Nothing but net. Thank you! Perfect swishes. Very much. What's more despicable? Going on a J-Day with Al Franken or supporting the tendency of Liz Cheney for anything besides HR manager for Halliburton. Miss Dumpy doesn't even bother checking references. Are you cool with the CIA taking up Pablo Escobar? So Hunter a.k.a. Sir Snortalock can smoke crack freely without any drug enforcement collusion like he's auditioning for the white privileged version of New Jack City. I'm more than cool with it. Liz, my younger brother makes Hunter Biden come across as a slacker underachiever in comparison. Alrighty then. You start on Monday. The Taliban is in the market for some new escape pods for Kwanzaa. By the way, Liz, I voted for Trump twice. Trump won twice. Get the fuck out of my office. Office? You're chained to a vending machine out of baby woos in a boiler room below Dante's Inferno below Penn Station. Get out. Fine. I'll move to the Ukraine 
and get a job for a sports energy drink company that will pay me 52 grand a week to push borscht as a new kombucha. Next level jammer. Ah! But seriously, why would Al Franken throw his support behind Miss Dumpy? Does Al Franken sell spanks now for a living? Did Rebel Wilson tell him to piss off after he tried to squeeze her for a selfie in front of Jamba Juice outside the Beverly Center? Rebel Wilson snaps. You're not Instagramming shit, Al. The alt-right will think I'm playing Liz Cheney in Oliver Stone's new film for Newsmax, The Day Democracy Died. Plus, the only reason pussy-grabbing eludes you, Al, is because you're only four foot two. I mean, what kind of self-respecting Jew supports Biden after he lied about visiting the Tree of Life synagogue in Pittsburgh anyway? The rabbi vehemently denied ever meeting Mr. Groper there ever. He even went on record stating, do you think I hang out much at Ben and Jerry's these days? Rocky Road to Peace, though, is smarmy enough wordplay for Hamas terrorist bloggers and medium hiding behind AP news offices in the occupied ter- territory, don't you think? And note to self, United Nations, when Hamas terrorists in charge of the government in Palestine launch 5,000 more rockets into Israel's backyard, don't expect an edible gift basket in return with the thank you note written in Farsi, with all the hardened pineapple tops chucked into the Dead Sea. Platypus Cheney could use all the tough love she could get on vacation before resuming her job as the HR manager for Halliburton next Monday. Platypus attack. Holla! Next level jammer. Thank you very much. And if Ben and Jerry were so concerned with investing in communities of color, why would they keep their corporate headquarters in Vermont? Vermont is whiter than white man's disease. And Larry Bird's fake news hire hopping clinic in Fort Wayne, Indiana. <laughs> How does Ben and Jerry define racial justice? Trevor Noah never having to worry about earning laughs or ratings while getting re-signed with Comedy Central for the foreseeable future. Voter ID is racist, Ben and Jerry. Does Julio from the Barrio have to pass a sudden height requirement in Georgia that I don't know about yet? I support gay marriage. Yet, don't you think drag queen reading hour is scary? America, Ghana, Bahrain, can you feel me on SoundCloud? Ha! Fluorescent library lights don't look flattering on anybody, especially on a poor man's Marilyn Manson impersonator. What's climate justice, according to Ben and Jerry? Greta Thunberg causing more eco-anxiety to go viral again because a doorman can't keep a typhoon out of a penthouse overlooking Central Park West. Twin daughters are popping melatonin gummies at a hard 10 on a school night because they're consumed with eco-anxiety. Dad comes home at 10 after a pricey claim dinner at 11 Madison Park and he yells at his nanny, why are the kids still up? Let me guess, fucking Greta Thunberg again? That sweaty brow bitch? Sorry, I didn't take a city bike to my five-star client meal at 11 Madison Park so I could avoid smelling like shitty commercial weed from head to toe. Does Greta know that 
Leonardo DiCaprio still uses plastic straws for blow at the Viper Room. Only to hear last call from the bathroom stall while yelling, Where's Hunter? Actors don't pay for anything. Who else is going to pay for this shit? Holla! Next level jammer. Plus, I hate those fucking straws. Made out of bamboo, avocado pits, and pea protein enzymes. Used for Bill Gates' golden retrievers as a vegan mayo sweater. Hogs up all the pricier. Tomahawk ribeye cuts for himself. I don't care how many sea turtles die over assembly line straw manufacturing in Detroit, Michigan, because I don't want to chip a tooth while sucking down an old palmer during Lent again. Okay! Dennis Leary lives. Holla! Next level jammer. Thank you! Very much! And what do refugee rights mean to Ben and Jerry exactly? Squatting rights outside of their corporate office in Vermont for a stage photo op whenever the UN is scheduled for a VIP-only tour? What type of care packages do Ben and Jerry offer refugees from El Salvador craving a taste of smug-served heaven? <laughs> a Ben and Jerry's coffee mug with no pristine, locally-sourced agua in it? Only after putting in a 10-hour workday off the books for the privilege of mopping up after fat Americans who should have been cut off from the milkshake bar like Joe Biden because he's had one brain freeze too many. Next level jammer. Ha! Thank you! Very much! Would you like to learn how much your dad loves you? <laughs> Tell him an old friend from college got Cardinals tickets from when you're in town for the weekend to see George Thurgood and the Destroyers destroy on Friday night and trigger your podiatrist in the process. Big guy says, when mom and I pass through St. Louis, we watch a bunch of people enter Bush Stadium. And I say, you're failing at selling a better St. Louis story in the making, Dad. <laughs> you watch a bunch of people enter the stadium what are you, a fucking pigeon? How about being excited for your firstborn who blessed you with three fuss-free grandchildren knowing he leaves the house less than thank you notes to Google for making me a shadow band, stay-at-home, she-male, slayer comedian. And if Google doesn't manipulate search results, then why is it harder to find negative mentions of Fuckface Fauci, a.k.a. Dr. Noki on Google, then it is to find a film blogger on Rotten Tomatoes who called the Irishman underrated next-level jammer. Ha! My comedy records, all 127 of them, should play on every radio station all the time, Dad. <laughs> Especially half-heap crazy. Oliver Stone lives. Ha! And my final one for now, next-level jammer. Booyah, tribe! Thank you! Very much! So I'm glad you saw Cardinals fans enter Bush Stadium, Dad. Bob Gibson is in awe of your lightning-fast comebacks designed to make me feel like a loser who missed out in comparison. <laughs> Vince Coleman and Luke Brock feel like you've stolen their best fuck-you-too material around. And Dad, why would you pitch me visiting the courthouse in St. Louis where the Dred Scott decision was made in this instance, do you want me to celebrate my earned freedom away from your three grandchildren with a friend for the first time in two years post-COVID damage done or not? <laughs> so much for no-brainer decisions.
St. Louis, here I come. Stand the man lives. Ha! Next level jammer. Thank you! Very much. What could you say, America, in the media's defense for trying to outlaw self-defense while pushing to make Kyle Rittenhouse their foamed-over sacrificial lamb in the process? Let mob rule? Biracial Hebrews like Lenny Kravitz? Rule. Next level jammer. Ha! Which reminds me, Colin Kaepernick? Sports of fake news fro. Have you ever seen a biracial afro that large before? Slash from Guns N' Roses in the 80s. Tried to grow it out, and it was a total flop. Lenny Kravitz, my favorite biracial Hebrew, can never make his fro bounce that way. Ha! Next level jammer. More jokes. Gen X Daz understand. You're welcome. Long time all the time. Next level jammer. Thank you very much. But if Kyle Rittenhouse was Elliot Page, formerly known as Juno, the media would lionize this Eagle Scout sharpshooter as America's toxic tomboy Avenger, who's the only one allowed to shoot Antifa's diplomatic immunity up their ass by claiming they were begging for it. Well, they kept coming back for more. The toxic tomboy Avenger could get away with jamming a plunger at the Black Panther's ass for mere shits and giggles, <laughs> if she, he wanted to. The following day, the New York Times prints these headlines. Plunging is the new gerbiling. Give forced sodomy a chance. Shitting out homophobia. One plunger at a time. Flabbergasted or... Bugging your ass. Free. More sheets of comedy. Gold. Ha! A plus jammery. You're welcome. Next level jammer. American made. Ha! Thank you! Very much! Black Panther eventually acts in self-defense and swats the plunger up toxic tomboy Avengers ass before choking his attacker out with Diane Keaton's tie from Annie Hall. Next level jammer. Ha! Black Panther turns Kyle Rittenhouse white after the gay mafia bought up jury declares him guilty of premeditated murder and aggravated assault against an androgynous actor's anus hole. Formerly known as Juno in Dave Chappelle's wildest Pop power dream. Next level jammer. Holla! And Dave Chappelle. If Michael Jackson, your favorite pop entertainer in the universe, if he were still alive, how would he defend himself against his Neverlanding accusers exactly? What would he say in his defense? All the Beatles royalty points in the world can't buy me love. And this is an impression of Marlon Brando in character playing the shrink. That he played in the movie Don Juan DeMarco while bumping into his Bel Air neighbor Michael Jackson. Michael, just because it happened at the Neverland Ranch doesn't mean it never happened. Michael, next level jammer. Ha! And this is Russell Sibbon. This is hip hop mogul 
Russell Simmons addressing rape allegations during an interview with Gail King. Gail, read my lisp. I didn't rape any of those vengeful over-the-hill hoes. Ha! Next level jammer. I just read an article about things in National Geographic that female dragonflies play dead to avoid sexual assault from male dragonflies. Bill Cosby victims call this wishful thinking. Still too soon? Stand up, New York. Ha! Next level jammer. Thank you! Very much! But at least Harvey Weinstein's wife finally divorced the fat bastard so she could focus more on her lifetime battle with amnesia. And I'm so tired. Ashley Judd is not a real victim of rape. Oh, she refused to watch Harvey Here Comes Weinstein shower himself down at his five-star suite at the Four Seasons. I mean, granted, Ashley Judd is from Kentucky and has, has plenty of experience judging fat pigs at the county fair. Ha! One on stick to the end of time. And I feel fine. Ha! Michael Stipe lives for near Fagala forevermore. Thank you. Very much. And there's no way Kristaps Porzingis, former New York Nick, down the Dallas Mavericks. There's no way he tried to rape his neighbor in his New York apartment building the same day he tore his ACL because for starters, going strong to the hole was never KP's forte. Plus, do you really see Harvey Weinstein trying to rape Gail Gadot in a one-woman outfit and only one good like? Ha! Watching hacks cry. Thank you! Very much! I don't like my brother calling Bob Seeger a god because he gets paid now to operate a forklift or running on weed oils with earbuds on for a living, <laughs> which taints his entire musical library for me. Which reminds me of the time my younger brother left a used condom on our old white leather couch, despite me specifying prior, don't swipe over any skanky-ass puss over to our house the one weekend I have away from the kids to get some work done. Not that you value my talent or appreciate my ambitious efforts one iota. <laughs> I understand your need to feel important, like Hunter Biden, since he gave up blow-for-blow blow painting. But refrain from being next-level sketchy for a change, like asking to be excused from a barbecue with my kids or mom and dad to pick up some pain-relief aspirin at the local pharmacia in Dutchess County on a Sunday while disappearing in and out of a rec room for a dream, Team Oxy. Thanks. Ha! Next level sketchy. That not being applicable towards me, but towards AKA Sir Snort a lot, who, that being my younger brother, who makes my mother break out into a permanent case of a canker source which I can never do in a million years, which explains why I'm the sloppy second son for a reason. Ha! Who seeks love for strangers for a living. Ha! 127 comedy records later. Ha! But we're finishing strong. And this is John Lennon. First day into being a stay-at-home dad. Looks up at the sky and yells, 
Choke on a fucking cucumber scone, Paul. Even primal scream therapy has its limitations made. Ha! For watching the wheels. For remaining true to my innate rock star will. Ha! And my commitment to becoming and being a next level jammer. Thank you very much. But back to Bob Seeger. <laughs> I'd ask Alexa to play still the same every time I got a new piece published by the Goodman Project before my editor told me that my last submission would give her boss a heart attack which included a scene where Rob Van Zant from Leonard Skinner turns Neil Young into his Canadian cunt in the can and says, more shrieking, Young, like you're whipped on an anti-vax man. Natural immunity can survive. Hank Williams Jr. lives. Ha! That one's for Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Thank you! Very much! So, I love me some Bob Seger, too. But I stop at calling him a guy because he sold the rights to his song, Like a Rock, to the Ford Company, knowing how Henry Ford is the only American name drop in Mein Kampf who he viewed as a model citizen <laughs> because he wrote a newsletter that blamed all the Jews who could compute seven-figure equations in their head for being responsible for controlling the Federal Reserve and all the banks in the North Pole, too. <laughs> Next level. Jammer. Ha! Thank you! Very much! So, bro, keep clean from the heroin pills for your pain management issues for an extended stretch of time or show a modicum of remorse for making Mom break out into a perpetual case of canker sores, and I'll give a shit about your Kid Rock country siding soul. Deal? Born free. Ha! Kid Rock lives. Thank you very much. <laughs> Bob Seeger's a god. You think my brother was working the assembly line for Ford's new line of plug-in Ford Explorers called Master? Race Machines. This is me interviewing Watson Computer on my Pause Daddy podcast. Funny, fast jokes and stories for you and me. Watson, do you know that you're named after Dr. Watson, who invented tracking technology for the Krautbreath Nazis? They made it easier to detect Jewish ancestry whenever they sported the anteater schnauzer look between their legs instead. Watson Computer says, no shit, Sherlock. Next level jammer. Holla! Hitler even had a portrait of Henry Ford in his office. He put a SWAT sticker pin on his lapel in the portrait. <laughs> Despite the SWAT sticker looking like two stick figures doing a 69 on a seesaw. On a submarine worth supply of crystal meth. Holla! <laughs> Hitler called Henry Ford an inspiration, adding, 
fucking Christ-killing Jews are the root of all evil, especially those descendants of Don Rickles who heckled the feckless, highly impressionable Roman guards into crucifying Jesus to death. <laughs> all of a sudden, we're incredibly impressionable. <laughs> um, all of a sudden, really gave a shit about uh, public opinion. <laughs> like they were... <laughs> Like, they were Major League Baseball, influenced by the fucking New York Times. Ha! Next level jammer. Thank you very much! Ford even received the highest medal in Nazi Germany called the Grand Cross German Eagle, with a mustache on it. Ford wanted to wear it around his neck for the company Christmas party. That winter, until his wife said, You look like a Dago clown with that thing on. Charlie Chaplin is getting invited to Hearst Castle, and you're not. Get over it already. Bribe some Jewish writers from Hearst newspapers to write your international Jew column for you if you crave the Jewish media's embrace so much. Aren't money-hoarding parasitical worms their spirit animals? <laughs> so get that god-ugly necklace off and make me a French martini with an orange rind twist. Somebody has to add some color to this relationship. And dressing up like Woodrow Wilson for Halloween doesn't count. Trumpism? Isms live. Holla! Next level jammer. Thank you! Very much. Is there anything Hitler didn't culturally appropriate? First, Hitler culturally appropriates the swastika, which was formerly a Hindu symbol for anal herpes karma. So that was actually quite on brand, really. Then he culturally appropriates Charlie Chaplin's stash, despite it failing to hide his herpes sores, which flared up his desire to annihilate, any non-crowd breath, since his father called his decision to pursue art as a profession is too ambitious, before adding, and you're not even a speed freak hooked on crystal meth, who's softer than German pound cake yet. <laughs> Plus, Hitler's master race theory was totally pulled straight from the eugenics playbook written by the founder of Planned Parenthood, Margaret Sanger, and Planned Parenthood has deflated more hoop dreams than the NCAA, instituting a no-dunk rule because Kareem made Indiana centers look whiter than white man's disease. Callback special number one. You're welcome. Ha! Next level jammer. Thank you very much! But back to Bob Seger. You could accuse the heartland rock god as the king of pedo-friendly Lyricism on his album Night Moves when he sings, Come see your papa if you need a pacifier. <laughs> then Motormouth Bob sounds like Christmas came early when he sings, Call me anytime, I'll try to be your pacifier. And if you feel like a horse blazing at the bit, it's because I knocked out your fucking teeth because you chomped down too hard on my carrot stick. Next morning, little girl blue asked, Daddy, why didn't the Tooth Fairy hook me up with a whole lot of Bitcoin under my digital wallet pillow last night? Is the Tooth Fairy another cheapskate queen like Lou Reed? Father still drunk on fire water. Hell screams. The rock slapped in for a change, all right? Where's your friend Jenny? Is she hanging out with Gump again? Unlock you. She's got good southern etiquette. It doesn't mouth off and talk with a mouthful of my bay seasoned shrimp. Next time your cousin Billy Bob pays a visit... For your stay-at-home communion. Truly tasteless jokes about incest, cousin-fucking, and pedo-punctuated lyricism. Live! Next-level jammer! Ha! Resist this, Bob Seger. Thank you!
Very much. But in Bob Seeger's defense, he only comes across as a harmless peeping Tom loser in the song Main Street who can't even get his courage up to enter the strip club, let alone offer. Let alone, let alone make an offer to tip the DJ a crisp 20 spot for playing the 22-minute version of Whipping Post from the Fillmore East by the Almond Brothers Band so Seeger could get the most bang out of their one-song-per-dance policy on Creeper Tuesdays. Instead, all Seeger does in the song Main Street is creep on the so young and sweet stripper by washing her through the glass to the smoky live beat. Seeger should have renamed that song Blue Balls on Main Street. Next level jammer. Ha! For finishing strong. Thank you! Very much! This is the CDC throwing a retirement party for Dr. Fauci. Hope you're not sick of Noki, Dr. Noki. <laughs> we got Mario Batelli on the cheap. It was Gates' idea to put caramelized grasshoppers on top. So let's raise our placenta stump smoothies and toast the greatest loser streak of all time. How many hit vaccines were developed under your watch, Dr. Noki? An AIDS blanket quilter on Pinterest down on Roadhead since she got an itchy esophagus from Long COVID? Oh, I don't know. Alanis lives. Hanging low scientists. Ha! Thank you! Very much! Back to the toast. So, Dr. Noki, if your goal was depopulation with the clot shot, then Mazel Tov, you and that four-eyed snake Gates got what you wanted. Will the real modern-day Dr. Joseph Mengel please retire his fuckface mug on CNN already? To the year of the four-eyed snakes, I hope Herschel Walker forgets about pumping your daughter with some magazine spirit between 1,000 more crunches with Fox News in the background while making Jungle Fever great again. And says, too inclusive yet? Hanging low scientists live for now. Next level jammer. Ha! Thank you very much. Mind of a yummy dance. I think it was Socrates or Plato who said happiness is fleeting pleasure. Fleeting, disappearing pleasure for me is my kids losing interest in hanging out time with daddy. This explains why my youngest son, Chosen Curls, was bound to was busy at work drawing pictures of us hanging out together. Once I started bonding with his big sister over her new favorite show. Never have I ever been a bigger fan of Johnny Mac. He's the narrator of Never Have I Ever. <laughs> and never have I ever been a bigger fan of Johnny Mac than I am now. <laughs> Fleeting pleasure for Doodle Dad over here, host of the Doodle Dad Ear podcast, recently renamed Pause Daddy Podcast, Funny fast stories for you and me is me losing interest in earning respectful impressiveness from my three adoring cochetarian comedian friends. Now the kids are in Delaware for the next three weeks. Well, I do everything in my power to stop a decade long streak of codependent bitchy dependence on my wife and parents since my stay at home comedian dad journey began. 
Sure, I got to write some cool host intros for a couple of music video countdown specials that aired on VH1 and VH1 Classic, only to make my producer a Bruce Springsteen mix while doing my best to assure him soon after. This doesn't mean I have a crush on you, boss. Jokes aside, I rely on the kindness of others to feed my family. Those others being my parents and wife. By feed, I mean those with the means to finance grocery shopping for my three kosher-tearing comedian friends. That being my three fuss-free, endlessly glowing, holy light time, shining children. They say man can't eat. They say man can't live on bread alone. Well, daddy can't eat the shit sandwich of shame for failing to earn bread for his family or five for the past five years without wanting the chance to rectify. But applying for jobs doesn't guarantee job interviews, nor do job interviews result in immediate job offers soon after. Despite the marketing director at the chef's warehouse nodding with respectful impressiveness, after you referenced your 41,000 page views in your WordPress blog, marketing director adds, I saw that on your wider got game resume. And I'm thinking, at least somebody is fucking reading it. But how do you cope with your mother? Resenting you making a yummy pesto mozzarella sandwich on bomb sesame loaf on her dime during her visit back east. How do you black out your mother-in-law calling you pathetic? How do you cope with a nurse wife who feels taken advantage of because you've been choking her too hard financially? You become committed to becoming the best kosheterian worshiping comedian who's ever lived. Granted, Jerry Lewis ate Crabs Benedict, Woody Allen, should have stuck to just eating tuna tartare at Elaine's, and who gives a shit about what David Steinberg eats or what Paul Reiser orders at Nathan Alice besides, how is Hollywood ever mad crazy into ever? <laughs> so so special sandwich number 5,000. Fine. Paul Reiser was mildly amusing on Beverly Hills Cop, but Gilbert Gottfried, funny, he wasn't. On the set of Beverly Hills Cop, Gilbert Gottfried says, Paul, what's the difference between the Long Island Lolita, Amy Fisher, and your comedy career? They both blow. <laughs> Is Helen Hunt cute enough to be Reformed Jewish? I can't tell. If Helen Hunt is as good as it gets, I'm Lenny Bruce's tailor in comedy heaven. <laughs> Lenny says, easy with the needle, Gilbert. You're shakier than Eugene after coming to the sound of his cousin shitting out crapla. <laughs> and based on Albert Brooks's ballooning girth and highly developed sense of dark humor, resulting from his father dying from a heart attack after killing at a roast of Lucille Ball Pryor, I don't see the West Coast Woody Allen rocking the kosherian diet any more than a MAGA hat prop on the set of Kirby Enthusiasm for Episode 7. Seinfeld auctions a Porsche for charity. Hope half the proceeds went to Larry's kids. Again, how do you cope with being dependent on your wife's sweat labor on her feet at the NICU in a fucking mask while she checks for vital signs on blue face newborns when all you do is check for retweets? You shoot for perfect laugh lines on your doodle dad, your blog, to recycle on your latest and greatest final comedy album, Next Level Jammer. <laughs> Again, I don't like Snoop Dogg claiming he culturally appropriated Ric Flair so freely during his 30 for 30 titled, You're a Boy and I'm Not. <laughs> Iceberg Slim was Pimp of the Year for six years in a row at least, and we got Ric Flair, 16-time world champion. Don't get your pigments twisted, dog. If you want to beat the man, don't get bent over by Suge Knight in the can. No offense, Snoop. But you don't hear Ric Flair yelling, dog fighting, woo! 
That's a MAGA country thing. Don't be culturally appropriating our shit. Ha! Watching hacks cry. Next level jammer record. The lock special. Thank you! Very much! You cope with being a dependent by perfecting perfection in the kitchen with your heavily workshop pesto ribbon pasta with kosher air fried chicken thighs and sliced cherry tomatoes on top and you go closer to God and your three kosherian comedian loving kids through the more yummy dances you make. What the hell is a yummy dance, my father says. Stop acting like you're anything more than a shelter bum. My father adds in my mind. Glad you asked. Yummy dances are standing ovations, curtain calls, and victory laps in your dishes honor. All combined into one as your three biggest fans in the universe run around the living room through the kitchen yelling, Best daddy ever! Best daddy ever! Ha! That's a yummy dance. It puts you in touch with the divine. Because God gives kids to only the lonely. And this funny man giant is lonely. No more, no more! Aerosmith lives. Ha! Watching hacks cry. Ha! Next level jammer. Thank you! Very much! Yummy dances are why holiness rocks. Yummy dances get you addicted to achieving such holy powered highs. But how do you cope with your son wanting to meet your old friends when they can't even be bothered to comment via text or state a mode of love online about your 127 comedy records posted on LinkedIn to shake up the corporate controlled thought in the straight world? The same so-called friends of yesteryear who left you for dead you decide to befriend Sean Lennon by sharing your book and showing my kids a comedy, a love story, or nudge them to check out your comedy record, Laugh Yanker Love, or Final Kill Shots on SoundCloud, ha! where you showcase some A-plus Satom Dad material in his honor. This is John Lennon, two days into being a stay-at-home dad, choke on a fucking cucumber scone, Paul. Even primal scream therapy has its Limitations, mate. Ha! For a callback special number three at this point, I think we're pushing five. Ha! But who gives a fuck? And if you take offense, if I'm already sounding repetitive, go woke yourself. Ha! More sheets of comedy gold. Thank you! Very much! But Kate Spade wins the award for writing the most passive-aggressive suicide note for her only daughter to read ever. <laughs> note reads, it's not your fault. Dad will explain. Dad explains. Explain what? How I was the one who was impossible to live with? What a bag of shit, Kate. Ha! The other day, my son says, I prefer vaginas with no hair. I've seen mamas before. I add, big boobs complement it better. Soon after... Sean Lennon is financing my recording sessions at Electric Lady Studios to release my box set of comedy records before I'm famous. There will be 128 in total, titled Totality of Me. Ha! Holiness kills hackery. Thank you!
very much. But isn't holiness being a monk? It's my year without beard. I'm almost five months in. So go walk yourself. Holiness kills hackery. Ha! Isn't holiness perfecting perfection? If God represents otherness, holiness, and the children from Israel and from Forest Hills, Queens are molded in his likeness, then shouldn't I want to dress up my son like Nature Boy Ric Flair for Halloween? Because he already whips out his schmeckle spot whenever he likes. Well, I yell in catchphrase bliss. Not kosher, baby! Holiness killing hackery. Ha! Next level jammer. Thank you! Very much! Mind of a yummy dance works like this. Your goal is similar to getting laughs at the local farm. To pick up some fresh eggs. Whenever another MILF hits on your youngest son, Chosen Curls is bound to, woo! AKA Hardcore Hunger Rocks again. Your son has such nice hair. When he gets older, he's going to have three girlfriends to juggle. And I'll say, if James Woods had this kid's face, your estimates wouldn't be so conservative. Laughter fills the air. Robert Hunter lives. Ha! Doodle Dad kills again. Ha! So the goal of a Yami dance, similar to score another, laugh is simple. Respectful impressiveness. That's your reward for not making any bread of your creatively jacked dome, relentlessly innovative might, and shishi bitch dad leanings just yet. I know this is my second time using the expression respectful impressiveness, but only Shakespeare can invent words like thoughtless, while Dice Coin's expressions such as, I've got a friend, one of these trans testicles, Dice lives, ha! Personally, Dice rules, ha! Personally, I'm against Drag Queen Reading Hour because fluorescent library lights aren't flattering on anybody, especially on a poor man's Marilyn Manson impersonator. One time my daughter asked, Daddy, was Shakespeare trans because he dressed up like girls in all of his plays? And I say, I don't know if Shakespeare was trans. But I think Kevin Spacey is gay about lunging at Othello in tights. I sampled that joke on the character Billy from Six Feet Under at the local Target in Mount Kisco. The joke got a big laugh from Billy. He even slapped my outstretched hand that I placed there to receive a high five of approval of in return. That's a yummy dance. That's holiness killing hackery. Watching hacks cry. Ha! Sucking on weep. Thank you! Very much! Holiness killing hackery is best. Whenever I receive some help from my kosherian comedian loving friends, I use my firstborn, Matilda Singing Rose Cornbluth, a.k.a. Effortless Magic, a.k.a. Ten Homer Daily, as my creative sounding board for all my comedy record titles for two younger brothers, Archer USA and Harker Hunger Rocks, are in the same room with her first. Matilda says, I like the title Dragon Lungs Year a bit better than Half Heap Crazy. Soppy Second Stories is a good title for your deck collection of flash fiction short stories, but I still love the original title, Waste of Height, really short stories, the best. Archer USA enters the room and interjects. Am I going to design your record cover for Greatest One, Daddy? But all your records are great. So isn't Greatest One a tad one-note redundant for your taste? Youngest son, Flipper Bird Baby, points. 
And the manager of remote control might direct and says, Pause, Daddy. I write the jokes for your comedy records. Got it, moron, son? Ha! Ah, daughter adds, You should do that Greta Thunberg bit on Greatest One, Daddy, where the dad freaks out on Burry Brow. Your word's not mine for keeping his twin daughters up for eco-anxiety despite popping melatonin gummies like nerds at 10 o'clock in a school night because the doorman can't keep a typhoon out of their townhouse duplex on the Upper West Side. Ha! Ah, for dreamy callback. Supreme Bliss. Thank you very much. But how do you cope with your kids outgrowing their broken down rusty bikes on a hot August day while taking them out for a spin? Well, your grandparents in Arizona are nowhere to be seen because <laughs> Facebook has made baby boomer grandparents, in particular my parents' instance, the laziest, most hands-off grandparent generation of all time. Lifting a finger is liking a new picture on Facebook, assuming their firstborn isn't in it. Ever since he came out as a stay-at-home female comedian slash uh, deplorable daddy ha! slash sheltered bum. Thank you very much. But again, but how do you cope with your kid outgrowing their broken down rusty bikes on a hot August day? Well, taking them out for a spin. Knowing you can't afford to replace those bikes anytime soon because you're so broke, your Hebrew name is under judicial review. You include them in the magic making time. In the kitchen by sticking your son on pistachio deshelling detail before making their farewell pesto bow tie pasta supreme before leaving for Delaware. Knowing that your last version was a complete bust because you decided to get funky fresh and add excessively bitter sage leaves to the basil pesto pistachio nut mix, which was a bad idea. Like Hunter Biden making crack cocaine in his bungalow at the Chateau Marmont because it forced him to give up blow for blow painting, which is a bigger cock tease and a lap dance at the no-touch policy on Kid Rock's yacht. Harpooning the most. Ha! Rebel soul lives. Thank you very much! You cope with being a dependent dad by savoring the sheer joy in all three of your children. Inhaling what's being held as best batch yet, daddy, while your youngest son comments in ultra-focused manner, too yummy for yummy dance, before resuming his role as Belushi 2.0 in Kosciutarian House, holiness killing hackery. Ha! Next level jammer. Thank you very much! But how do you cope? With having to dip into your daughter's tooth fairy droppings that she haphazardly left on the kitchen table before camp that your parents paid for again so you could pay for your kids' slushies at 7-Eleven without having to charge more fun time on the credit card before mommy gets paid again. When your cell phone is due to get deactivated the day your family leaves for Delaware, you throw the Rodney Dangerfield No Respect CD on in the car that your parents lease to use when they visit. <laughs> Only to hear your eldest son Say in the car, Daddy, your comm records are way better than this. Daughter adds, yeah, Daddy, Ronnie just sounds boring, depressing here. And his first joke was about being on The Tonight Show prior. So Ronnie shouldn't be so unenthralling from the start. <laughs> Respectful, impressivement lives. Ha! I add, Jimmy Fallon's writers hate him now because when Jimmy Fallon tried to rub Trump's hair off, a real-life skinhead never emerged. But if... I'm still not scared of Trump supporters, then I'll never be into my mother as much as Seth Meyers is, <laughs> obviously. Then again, I'm the sloppy second son for a reason. If Jimmy Kimmel cares so much about the environment, then why is he so wasteful by only using smart water for some post 
show bong hits because his gal pal Jennifer Anderson hooks him up in bulk. <laughs> For Kwanzaa, at the same time, Smart Water adds more bounce to your step. All of a sudden, you feel like Jennifer Aniston on the rebound. Our State of the Union is like Colbert's handle on funny these days. Shaky. It's too bad Bill O'Reilly is no longer important enough to impersonate. At least O'Reilly gave Colbert gravitas before Comedy Central executives re-signed Trevor Noah for the foreseeable future. Hey, Trevor Noah, Conor Bryan wants his good luck maroon hoodie back from the Harvard Lampoon. Holiness killing hackery. Ha! More sheets of comedy gold. Greatest one. Thank you! Very much! On the other hand, you might be thinking, shouldn't you only focus on getting a decent-paying job in corporate America? No? Sure. But like Frank Zappa said, magic is what happens between the notes. And nobody's stopping me from creating more magic time on my time between new job interviews on the horizon. Come rain or shine! Sinatra lives. Ha! Next level jammer. Thank you very much! And for now... More yummy dances and random hugs from my son behind can buy me some more holy time to shine. When your son takes a bite out of your kosherian wings with a homemade barbecue sauce made with a pomegranate glaze and states with divine powered authority, always kosher, daddy. Holy time shines. Getting fired up to please your favorite people in the universe is when holy time shines. A man can't live on bread alone, but he can get by on laughs and more yummy dances in between with a little help from his kosherian friends. So stop thinking children don't appreciate extra effort. Stop thinking. Aiming to please your children through cooking is antiquated fun. Stop thinking your kids are a less worthy audience to impress. Stop thinking. That doing things for love alone don't matter. Stop thinking your life is fantastic without your kids adoring you in it. Stop thinking kids are an impediment to middle-aged fun. Stop thinking kids don't sense half-assed love from a mile away. Stop thinking technology has zapped your kids' ability to emote in your honor. Stop thinking you can't inspire your children to follow your lead. Always kosher, daddy. Holy shine time is holy bonding time. And that's as good as it gets. Holy shine time shines on. Watching hacks cry. Lennon lives. Ha! Sean Lennon, fucking get back to me. Thank you! Very much! Trucking to Zion. Daddy. Jews for Mormonism doesn't make any sense. So why are you converting to Mormonism again? Is it because you hate your people since you got fired from your intern blogger position for the Times of Israel for insisting China has resisted Wuhan lab leak investigations more than Aquafresh? Little Samuel, a.k.a. Flipper Bird Baby, says, Do it all, Dad. Then takes his right hand off the steering wheel of his giant rig, renamed Misinformation Machine, and rubs his son's head and says, Your mother has a younger brother in Utah who's a high-ranking Generation Z preacher at the Mormon Church 
who with a little convincing can grant me a religious exemption for the COVID vaccination after I convert. Then I won't have to worry about the fake news vaccine shot killing me more than the prospect of receiving a career consultation from LinkedIn ever again. My chest. And this is an impersonation of Dr. Dre telling Eminem about Microsoft paying $4.5 billion for LinkedIn. Eminem says, Oh, what? LinkedIn is lamer than ever, yo. Thank God I trusted my gut and cut myself off from Mimi and Papa and got my trucker license instead, kid. Little Samuel says, I'll always be in your team to make more comedy records, Daddy, because more comedy records for you is more comedy records for me, moron son. When will you record comedy record 128 putsy moron butt carrots? <laughs> You're taking forever already. Mama wouldn't want you to put the brakes on your comedy career on my behalf. Not that it hasn't stopped you before, but you get the gist, boozy beer daddy. Although you did accomplish that year without beer, so you actually deserve one. Ha! Thank you very much! Do it all, that gets a tad misty. Overwhelmed. With a surge of heart-aching emotion, and says. Her dreamy blonde looks live through you, kid. Which should help bolster our case when we ask her Mormon brother, Blair Rittenhouse Square III, to give us that religious exemption after he converts me to Mormonism. How can you not get big love in Utah, kid? One time when you're younger, a MILF bum rushed you at the supermarket when you're only two and says, when you get older, you're going to have three girlfriends to juggle. And I said, if James Woods had this kid's face, your estimates wouldn't be so conservative. Little Samuel says, do most mommies die of heart attacks at 42, daddy? Doodle dad says, not unless they're employed by the WWE kid. Mama died from the COVID clot shot and she didn't have... The strained heart I had from all the cocaine I did in my 20s throughout my 30s, only hearing last call from the bathroom stall while yelling, Where's Hunter? Who else is going to pay for this shit? Shit, we're running low on gas. You know the routine, Samuel. Money equals freedom. And we can't make it to Utah if we don't sell some bumper stickers fast. The GPS says there's a shell station at 1.2 miles. We should have enough to make it. Still not banking on Obama. Be good liquors like Dave Chappelle. Getting his cousins any uh, Trump voice GPS systems for Kwanzaa. On your far left is Mohican son, Elizabeth Warren's home away from home. And I wonder if like Dave Chappelle is still all over like, uh, what's his name? R. Kelly's dick in his act. You know, where he says, uh, R. Kelly is our Elvis with weaker bladder control. <laughs> And Rihanna's big-ass forehead just got in Chris Brown's way again and again. <laughs> now grab the COVID damage done bumper stickers and get ready to sell divine powered authority like Kevin Hart's agent and convincing Universal Studios anyone who calls him a poor man's Eddie isn't a jealous hater, just a short on last spectator. Little Samuel approaches a Karen type going to the bathroom at the Shell station and says, Hi. Can I interest you in a bumper sticker to support the Freedom Trucker Convoy called COVID Damage Done? Karen says, is that supposed to be st some stupid Neil Young reference, kid? As far as I'm concerned, you can't vaccinate kids young enough. 
Thank God New York State doesn't allow you to attend pre-K without wearing masks on. Wear the damn mask, kid. They still work. Do it all that interjects. Hey, Karen, why don't you select the hate speech and white privilege out of my chosen schlong first? Consider it elongated love. Pretend Justin Trudeau ordered you to leak it. Ha! Next level jammer. Thank you! Very much! A group of truckers overhear the commotion and crack up in unison. One of the truckers raises his voice among the deafening shriek of laughter and says, I'll take 100 bumper stickers, kid. Do it all, Dad. And little Samuel arrive at Zion National Park to have a moment with God before plowing forward with the do-it-all-dad-does-Mormonism pitch to his dead wife's brother preacher. Do-it-all-dad says, God, I'm half a fag, so the polygamy thing isn't that much of a driving force behind my decision to forsake my Jewish side for Mormonism. Plus, most Mormons voted for Mitt Romney, so their judge of good character is questionable at best. The exalted, all-knowing Mitt called Trump the Antichrist, for Christ's sake. But in the Bible Part 2, Jesus returns from heaven to defeat the Antichrist. So have some faith in the Jesus comeback story. Won't you, people? Little Samuel says, Does this mean you're not converting to Mormonism now, Dad? Doodle Dad beams with divine-powered light and says, Looks like it doesn't, kid. How many more bumper stickers do we have left? Samuel says, We got 52. And one hardcore, hilarious joker. Doodle Dad says, That should be enough gas money to get us to Vegas. There's a new stand-up comedy festival there called Seriously Clowning. The winning comedian gets 25 grand and a co-hosting audition for the Russell Brand podcast. I'll take those odds, kid. Little Samuel looks up to his cherished dear dada and says, You're going to kill him, daddy. You're going to kill him. Don't forget to open with your bit about me confusing grandma for Kurt Cobain on the TV, which isn't the most flattering look. <laughs> Do it all dad says, Nirvana didn't kill hair metal. AIDS did. Before magic made HIV disappear. Corny love is Mia Farrow with better husband selection. If Kurt Cobain killed himself at the height of his popularity, then Woody Allen has got a book advance and Random House on a book about hands-off parenting called Crimes and Misdemeanors, The Early Years, or is it The Plowing Fields? Ha! Personally, I miss Trump's relentless optimism and over-the-top salesmanship. If Trump was stabbed with the deep state needle, he used to take out Easy e he tweet the next morning, whatever hate speech platform he's allowed to rumble on next. Do I have HIV? Yes, but my T-cell count numbers have never been stronger. Can I get a holla for some mucho dinero? Holla! Mongoloid moron lives running on shtick till the end of time. And I feel fine watching hacks cry. Next level jammer. Thank you! Very much.